0: You're tuned into tomorrow, right here on the Advanced Media Network.
1: When you're a new podcaster, you may need a little help setting everything up. Like us at Into Tomorrow, you may want a company who's there when you need them who actually picks up the phone when you call. Well, that's Blueberry Podcasting. Call 1-877-729-8642 or go to Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com. Welcome, Into
2: Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest in high-tech products and services, and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline.
0: This is Into Tomorrow for the weekend of Friday, July 30th, 2021. Thank you for tuning in. We very much appreciate when you listen to the show, but even more so when you call in and participate. On the show, and we show that appreciation by sending you goodies all the time, but especially every year during our annual Cool Into Tomorrow Hot Summer giveaway, which is underway. So, if you have any consumer tech question, you want to help another listener, you want to share with us your favorite apps these days and why, maybe share some tech rage, whatever the case, if it involves consumer tech, don't hesitate to join us and stand by. Have a pencil handy here, I've got a pen for you. Chris is going to tell you how to join us. By the way, I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. And how do they join us? There's uh, any number of ways. Oh, good. My, maybe you mention
1: a couple? Yeah. Well, first, you could reach for your phone and store our number in your contacts. In oh, your, that'd be your good. Your favorites. That way you can call us all the time. 800-899-4686, which is 800-899-INTO. That's uh, 24-7, 365. You can call anytime. And... 366 if it's a leap year. Exactly. Okay. Um, or you can use the free Into Tomorrow app. There's a message to studio button right there. It'll allow you to record a nice quality sound and and send it right to us. Sounds like you're sitting right here in the studio with us. Yeah, hopefully not just any high quality sound.
0: Hopefully your voice. Yeah. Asking a question, making a comment, what have you. because it could be uh, asking for trouble if we just ask people to send us some sounds. Yeah, because we probably wouldn't be able to air them either.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Or, um, or you can stop by intotomorrow.com on any device with a browser and microphone. And there's a little uh, red box there with a microphone in it. it says Ask Dave. You can click on that. Pr- please please be sure to pronounce the K. Yes. and uh, similar, Ask Dave, And similar to the app, you can record an audio uh, question, comment, help for another listener, some tech rage, whatever you want to tell us or ask us, as long as it's related to technology, because otherwise it won't get on the air.
0: And might we be emailing them to say you've won and we need you to click this link and give us some information so we can ship you something good? We will. And and as a result, we would need them to uh, please check their spam filters. Oh, because somehow or other. We have found that some of our emails from Graveline.com, yes, our last name, because that's our domain for our email server, have been ending up in spam for some people. So do check it, because we've had so many people, hey, I participated like six weeks ago, never heard from you. And then we'd say, check your spam filter. Oops. Yep. Got it. Okay. I clicked the link. I've now filled out info. Good. Now we can send you your prizes. It's really easy. So just check your spam filter, please. (laughs) And participate that way. Some tech news and commentary and standing by from somewhere. She didn't tell us where she's calling from, but she's joining us momentarily. Yeah, that's the, and that's the one thing we ask. If
1: you use the, uh, that, that option on our website, uh, the, please, ask, Dave the ask Dave button, let us know where you're calling from and how you listen to the show. Not just, you know, say I'm calling from my living room and I listen with my ears.
0: <laughs> Many people have done that. Yeah, have. And, they have. And, and you're welcome to say that as long as you also include... The city or state, at least. Because you'd
1: be surprised how many calls it. we get when we ask, you know, how do you listen to the show? They say, on the radio. Well, that narrows it down.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're being too picky. Yeah, well. Well, because
1: well, we like to give our affiliate radio stations some credit. Yeah, that's true
0: when we know a a lot of folks listening on podcasts and streams, but many, obviously, on one of our many radio stations all across the country. So it's nice when, you know, the stations get to hear it's one of your folk, one of their callers, their listeners joining us. So you got the idea. Just let us know. Strategy Analytics predicts that spending on smart home
1: technology will rise 44 percent globally during 2021 to reach one hundred and twenty three billion dollars and that revenue in North America will make up 40% of that total. The firm says that security systems will be the most popular purchases in the U.S. Mm, So if
0: you're planning on that, you should look at security system upgrades for your smart home. The Indiana Department of Transportation is partnering with researchers from Purdue University and Germany-based company Magment to develop magnetized cement that could wirelessly recharge electric vehicles as they travel on the road. Okay. Magnetized, mind you. The DOT plans to test the innovative concrete's capability and capacity to charge heavy trucks operating at high power, 200 kilowatts and above. So this could be a game changer for all EVs, but especially heavy trucks initially. Okay. I don't know. I just don't see magnets embedded in the roadway being a good thing. What about motorcycles driving over them? Is it going to make them come to a screeching halt?
1: I'm, I'm hearing all the people with their foil hats you know, yelling, um, wait a minute, just, just wait a minute here. You know,
0: <laughs> I haven't been fully charged. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how that's going to work. But, hey, I wish them well because clearly we got to do something for a lot of these electric vehicles, in this case big heavy-duty trucks. But... They can't always just be powering
1: up everywhere. Yeah. Well, and speaking of electric vehicles, according to Elon Musk, Tesla's
0: full self-driving feature needs work. Oh, yeah. <laughs> The, the full, Oh, so, yeah. yes. I've watched a couple of videos lately on, yeah, I know, TikTok or Instagram. I don't know where I was, uh, where people almost ran into walls. They had to grab the wheels yeah. suddenly. So the self-driving
1: wasn't so self. Yeah. Uh, Musk said that customers paying for the driver aid, which he claims will one day offer fully autonomous operation of Tesla's vehicles. One day. Or, yeah. are quote, betting on the future. <laughs> You're betting on your life in the meantime. Yeah. He said, quote, like right now, does it make sense for somebody to do an FSD subscription? I think it's debatable. And this is the head of the company saying that. Whoa. <laughs> uh, Tesla made the feature available this month through a monthly subscription priced at $99 or $199, depending on the model of the vehicle. Uh, so drivers could try it without paying the full $10,000 upfront price for the option. But don't expect Wait, it's an
0: option it's for $10,000.
1: $10,000. $10, uh, but don't expect those prices to stick. Musk said that uh, any given price is going to be wrong, so they'll just adjust it over time as they see the value proposition makes sense to people. Wow. <laughs> Must be nice to have that kind of a business plan. That, eh, yeah. I don't
0: know. It's probably well, not even right. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, he is one of the richest people in the world. That's true. You know, he and, was
0: ping ponging with Jeff Bezos for a while. Yep. And I love to hear him speak about almost anything because he has that attitude. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, you know. Uh-huh. But he's got that, that haters going to hate attitude, which yeah. <laughs> he doesn't care. Yeah, exa- <laughs> and I don't blame him. He, he can afford to not care. Pretty cool. A Texas based startup called Backflip has introduced a nationwide e-commerce platform for people to resell 130 kinds of used smartphones and other electronic devices. Their CEO said, quote, our goal is to make it so easy to sell your stuff so that people feel guilty for not
1: doing it, close quote. Well, you got a couple of old Nokia's and razors out on your shelf out there. You can yeah, probably, uh, a whole bunch. You can probably I, get a whole five cents for them. I have it. <laughs> <laughs> I have a
0: smartphone graveyard, as yeah. many people you, have called it here have in it my old, office. Like an old T-Mobile Sidekick or something. Oh, there, I have a bunch. <laughs> uh, Blackberries, uh, a whole bunch of devices that people have told me, why don't you sell them? You get something for it. Yeah, but like you said, a nickel. Oh, I'd rather have them in my little graveyard uh, museum. Especially because a lot of them are old 2G phones that you can't sell anyway. It might not have any G for that's, all I that's know. That's true. But that's that's true. It's a good point. But now this guy, kind of, a, a, I think, a backwards way of telling people to do it. We're going to make it so easy that you feel guilty if you don't do it. Really? Yeah. That's an interesting marketing strategy. You know, we want you to do business with us or shame on you. Yeah. <laughs> I hope it doesn't
1: backfire on them but <laughs> The number of Americans who say they listen to podcasts on a weekly basis has jumped 17% during the past year. Yay! The the annual Infinite Dial report from Edison Research and Triton Digital found 28% of listeners aged 12 and older consume podcasts each week, with much of the growth coming from younger, more diverse users. Online audio reached an all-time high in 2021. 62% of the U.S. population, or around 176 million people, are now weekly online audio listeners. While younger demos are more likely to be regular online audio listeners, the percentages are
0: significant across all age groups. Interesting, because I think the fact that we've had more and more people subscribing to the free Into Tomorrow podcast is not only a terrific thing, but I'm curious about those who might be listening to this right now on a podcast, how do they listen? You know, what device? Do you download our podcasts? hopefully automatically, and do you listen maybe in the car on your commute? Do you listen at home? Just are we there, not hopefully in the background, but are we there where you're kind of hearing the show, but maybe doing some other tasks or something? So please let us know, because that right away has you win prizes, because we'll put it on the air, how you listen. To our podcast. And when? Do you have like a particular time? Is it appointment
1: listening? Maybe you listen to us uh, in the bathtub with the candles and the rose petals. And
0: <laughs> If so, I should be speaking like this yes. <laughs> and saying, we hope you relax. How are you enjoying our podcasts? Or perhaps you're doing it while you're driving and we don't want to be right. putting you to sleep. Yeah. So well, pay plus... attention to the road, both hands on the wheel, and keep listening. Plus, you don't want people to keep referring to you as the Delilah of tech. I, do you remember <laughs> shortly after my vocal cord surgery, which was only a couple of weeks back, where I was not able to project? This is the first speak, real show
1: back. You were like, you know, welcome back into
0: tomorrow. As opposed to the fake show back. But yeah, I, now I see what you mean. That's true. I had to speak more like this the whole show because my doctor said, if you want to do the show, don't project. Just speak very mellowly. Mellowly? Is that a word? It is now. Yeah, because I said it. So that's what I did. And it was very odd, very strange. But I had so many people say, oh, we like that. Do that all the time. <laughs> it was like, I don't think I can do it all the time. I have to be me. And this is me. Yeah. But yeah, after a three-hour show, I feel it. My throat and vocal cords are like, we're tired. See, if I could throw my voice, I, you would not have seen my lips move. Uh-huh. People listening can't see my lips move. So as far as they know, it's my dummy saying it. Maybe you are your own dummy, <laughs> <laughs> you know. I said maybe. Yeah. yeah. Anne, who didn't tell us where she's calling from, but we love it because she did use the Ask Dave button at intotomorrow.com, dot com. Joins us, hey Anne. I do not have the sound bar connected to my LG TV because of other connection issues. Anyways, but the main question I have is the picture and the sound don't go together the picture is just like stopped and goes spotty here and there but as the sound just goes on how can i get them to connect well and if your sound bar isn't connected to your tv then we assume that this is all happening in the tv itself now if that's the case you may have connection issues of some kind obviously If this is happening while using smart functions, for example, while streaming Netflix or YouTube, your Internet connection may be struggling to cope. And your TV may just be constantly buffering to try to stream the content and, and let you watch your shows.
1: Yeah. Now, if this is happening while watching over-the-air TV or cable TV, then you may have an issue with the signal reaching your home that is causing your TV to lose it periodically. Um, it was easy back in the days of analog TV because you could tell if you have low signal because you would get static all over the picture.
0: Yeah. you get a partial picture, a little bit. It'd be ghosting, whatever. Right. But that all changed with, with digital
1: TV over the air because you either get it or you don't, or sometimes you get it and it stops, or you get it's sort of Bricks or blocks all over the screen. because Pixelation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, the solution to the Internet issue is to check your connection speeds and make sure that your TV is able to pick up a good, solid signal from your home router. Um, Almost any smart TV, if you go into their menus, there's an option somewhere to check the Internet connection, or it'll tell you the signal strength or the speed that it gets. Now, the solution to the -the over-the-air issue would be to get a better antenna or move it somewhere that gets a better signal, if that's possible. Now, the solution to the cable issue, unfortunately, would involve reaching out to your cable company and trying to get
0: them to come out. Out and fix it oh good luck with that because <laughs> if they're like concast in our areas uh, getting them to come out and fix anything they're going to blame everything else yeah
1: now if you're lucky they'll find the root cause quickly but most likely you'll just have to wind up needing them to come over several times to try to fix the problem if your internet connection is solid it might be easier to switch to streaming tv provider like hulu plus or youtube tv yeah into tomorrow.com
2: don't Don't keep it.
0: Call 800 613 2715. That's 800 613 2715. 800 613 2715. Call now. A fun Into Tomorrow tech tidbit for you. About 28% of IT professionals, that's information technology, much as we'd like to think it means Into Tomorrow, hide their career from friends and family just to get out of giving free tech support. I try to do that. Uh, It doesn't work, though, because they know better. All they have to do is turn on the radio, and we're the tech guys, so everybody asks us all the questions. But usually I respond with, you know what? You've got to call into the show because we can't do it via Facebook. I'm always getting Facebook messages and, and texts from people that actually have my phone number. Darn me for giving it to them. You know, whatever. And I'm saying, we really need you to call in. And then we'll address it on the show, but I'll make sure your question get answered, gets answered. Don't worry. Well, no, I was kind of hoping you could just give me advice, you know, which this or TV or that. that. No. My ex-wife still
1: calls me for tech questions. And oh, that's she, sad. See, Apparently her current husband is annoyed by it, but she says, well, he's dumb. You're smart about this stuff. Oh. <laughs> it's like, okay, I, don't, I, I guess I'll take the compliment. I don't know. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. Anyway, I'm Dave Graveline. (laughs) I'm Chris Graveline, and this portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by HughesNet, America's number one choice for satellite internet. Text RADIO to 35000 to get more info. Again, text the word RADIO to 35000. It's time for our history, Rachel.
4: IFA is
3: one of the largest and oldest tech shows in the world. With this things look back at IFA's historic past. Here's
4: Chris Grave line,
1: line 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 Since the compact disc was a huge success the industry tried to develop the technology further. a photo CD for pictures, an interactive CDI and a CD video format with up to 74 minutes of video were developed. but the capacity was limited at 900 megabytes so the industry jointly worked on a new system based on the CD technology but with much higher capacity. In 1995, the digital video disc, sometimes also referred to as the digital versatile disc, with a capacity of 4.7 gigabytes was defined, nearly double that capacity in a double-layer version. Of course, IFA was the stage for this new DVD technology. It was also the subject of the very
0: first episode of Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline.
3: Stevie, I'm so
0: happy! That's very true. People talk about, so what did you talk about 26 years ago? DVD, Brand
1: new technology. (laughs) That's this week's IFA update brought to you by Messe Berlin. Be sure to visit ifa-berlin.com.
0: Let's get nuts!
1: I think we should get nuts, and here's
0: one way to get nuts. The cool, into tomorrow, hot summer giveaway. And we have a bunch of stuff for you. And the only thing you have to do is be heard on the air. Anything at all involving consumer tech, we want to hear from you. Be sure and check your spam filter, because we send you an email that you've won, and you have to click a link so we get your details.
1: What do we got for them? Lots of stuff. From uh, Roborock, we've got an S6 Max V or Max 5. We haven't determined what it really is. <laughs> the, the important thing is it's a robotic vacuum. True Vision, smarter action. Valued at $700. We also have from Viper a color OLED two-way security and remote start system for your car.
0: That's valued at $600. Yes. I mean, we got a lot of valuable goodies that are going fast, so don't wait to participate. How about the Malto Smart Kitchen appliance? It preps, cooks, and cleans after every meal from Cooking Pack. Pass- you know how much this is worth? A thousand dollars. It is, in fact. From Scotia, we've got a box full of stuff, including
1: a Boom Bottle wireless speaker with built-in magnet magic mount, a uh, Magic Mount Fresh dual-purpose magnetic phone mount and air freshener. All sorts of stuff from them. From OWC, we've got a, a couple of Envoy Pro Electron one terabyte USB-C SSDs and USB-C travel docks to simplify your mobile connectivity.
0: How about a Kailo webcam? It's perfect for work from home. It's a webcam with a built-in adjustable ring light worth hundred bucks. We've got Black Widow light silent mechanical key to up your productivity. couple of those at $90, all from Razer. From Cut & Go, we've got boxes full of the Into
1: Tomorrow branded emergency seatbelt cutters and window breakers. These things will help uh, keep you from being trapped in an accident. From Yamaha, we've got an EAD-10 drum module to transform acoustic drum sounds with studio-quality digital effects and an SHS500 Key keytar to enable playing without
0: wrong notes. And one of the other very popular requested highly options, <laughs> the Tivic Health, the clear-up microcurrent. Device that relieves congestion from colds, flu, and allergies with carrying cases. These are worth $170. They sent us several of those. How does one win any of these?
1: Participate by letting us hear you on the air. You can call our Ask Dave hotline at 800 899 INTO. That's 800 899 4686. You can use the free INTO Tomorrow app that's available for iOS and Android. Download it, it's free, it won't cost you anything. Did we, we charge men- you? did we mention there's no charge? Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's a message to studio button in that app. You can use that and send your, your question or comment or help for listener or a tech rage or, to us. You can also participate on any device with a browser and a microphone by visiting our site at intotomorrow.com. You'll see a little red box there with a microphone that says, Ask Dave. And you can, <laughs> just like with the app, you can record another question. Just uh, make sure you let us know where you're listening to us from and how you listen to us. Yeah, that's important. After your call airs, you'll get an email from our prize closet team saying, congratulations, you've, you thanks for participating participating On the show, we get you your prize, and there's a link there for you to fill out a little form. But uh, make sure you do
0: that and check your spam filters in case you don't see that email. Also, if you've signed up for our free Into Tomorrow Tech Newsletter that you can do at intotomorrow.com, you want to check and make sure we don't end up in that spam filter.
2: That's only $2 per pill and saves you almost $500 from your local pharmacy. Why wait? Call 888-914-4247 today and finally have those breathtaking toe-curling moments again and again. Call 888-914-4247 right now, and we'll rush your order discreetly packaged to your door. Just call 888-914-4247. That's 888-914-4247. Call 888-914-4247.
0: Welcome back into tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline, now in our 26th year on the air, bringing you the latest in consumer tech, products and services, gadgets, gizmos, all sorts of cool things available today and into tomorrow. And, of course, your participation makes the program. Not only do I have to talk less because we want to hear you, but we love it when you participate on the show. With your questions, your comments, your help for other listeners, uh, maybe share with us your favorite app these days and why. Whatever the case, share some tech rage if you'd like. Uh, we have our bleep button standing by, so no worries. And you can call us anytime, 24-7, 899 into It's toll-free from anywhere in North America, 800-899-4686. You can even text that number. If you do, we ask you to include your first name, your city, and how you hear the program. And now you can even participate, of course, with our brand-new updated Into Tomorrow app. Uh, There's a little message to studio button. You can record your question or comment or help for another listener. Send it right in. You sound like you're right here with us in the studio. Or the brand new way. Visit us on any browser, on any device to intotomorrow.com. Click the little button that says Ask Dave with a little microphone and participate that way. It's really very easy to do, but we want to hear you on the air. Of course, we've talked about and used products from our next guest company for many, many years. This week, they launched a fully new rugged 7-inch Android tablet. We use the A3 here in our studios every day, all the time, and love it. The product manager for Android tablets with Panasonic is Joe Valenti. Joe, welcome into tomorrow. How are you, sir?
3: I'm very good. Thanks, Dave. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's a
0: pleasure to have you. Always cool stuff coming out of Panasonic. And when we talk about tough books, they really are. I mean, we had one of the original tough books, geez, 20 years ago, and brought it on every remote broadcast that we did around the world. Remember those good old days when we could travel? Uh, And we did a lot of it. And that thing continued to work for 20 years and, and did a great job for us. And now, of course, with the new tablets, now you've Outdone yourselves even more with yet another fully rugged Android tablet. Tell me about the brand new ToughBook S1.
3: Sure, Dave. So the ToughBook S1 is our latest generation of Android tablets, and it's the fifth to our lineup. So as you you've seen the A3, you have this is the S1, and we consider this to be the little brother of the A3. It was made specifically for higher use cases that need higher computing, mapping, GPS. And uh, we've done a really good job, listener users and the end users in the market, to figure out what tools they need to do their job.
0: And that's great because the the um, A three that you. That you mentioned, that we use, that I have here, and again, we use every single day here in our studios, is a workhorse. But I guess what's cool about that is that, as you mentioned, uh, Joe, you listen to users that say, well, that's great, but I don't need that feature, I don't need this, I don't need that module, or what have you. So, to have a little brother come out, I love how you refer to it, the S1 as a little brother, uh, makes perfect sense. So, what is it that the S1 has uh, that the A3 had you know that you find that folks are saying don't need that, but boy, is this handy!
3: Sure, that's a great question. So the S1 has the ability to have other features for use cases. So, for instance, it has the same powerful processor that the A3 has, which is the Qualcomm SDM660. Good. Uh, it also has a four gigabytes of RAM and sixty four gigabytes of storage as well. But this is our first seven inch or below lineup that comes with a, a tablet that has two battery options. So first of all, the one difference is is we have an extended battery which is up to fourteen hours, and we have a regular Panasonic battery pack which is up to eight and a half hours. Nice. The S one also has the ability to do other things like we've added USB C communication, and we've also given users in the field that use older handheld scanners the ability to uh, offer to purchase the unit with a Type A USB as well. And so that's what they've been. That's what our users are telling us is that. We're not going to mount this on a forklift, but we don't want to carry a 10-inch all day. We want a 7-inch that has these options.
0: And that's terrific because, again, Joe, there you are listening to the customers again. They're saying we don't want to have to reinvest in a bunch of equipment that we continue to use, but we sure like the idea of a new you know, tough book to use with them. So whether they're scanners or other devices that they want to connect, it's good to have those kind of options. Are you aiming the S1 at particular industries? And if so, which ones do you think are, are going to get the most use out of it?
3: Well, we're, we're, we're aiming for about four different key vertical markets, transportation, warehouse, logistics, uh, re- uh, field services. But we have use cases in, in the public sector. Uh, we have a big use case down in Florida for EMS. Miami-Dade County is one that uses our tablets. And they tell us that they want not only a 10-inch tablet, but they also want a 7-inch tablet. And the cool thing about that is when we listen to them or we listen to our customers, we're now platforming our devices, which means that – Multiple form factors of Panasonic, Android, Toughbook, Android tablets, handhelds can go into one customer, and they share batteries, they share battery chargers, they share styluses and tethers. So it makes it very easy to hit multiple use cases within one person's business. Um, Really, really cool the way that we've done that. And then another thing is one other thing that's really important about this device. It's the only device in the world, 7 inches, that can be ordered with a two-dimensional barcode scanner in portrait or landscape mode. Uh So the customer can order it in any orientation that he wants that his application is written for.
0: Well, and again, that's handy. That's one of those key factors that makes a difference for various businesses. I didn't even know about the Miami Dade situation. We're in Miami Dade. Uh, I spent many years as a Miami Dade police officer, so I think that's awesome that you're doing this with uh, the firefighters and the EMS folks, uh, and and that it's happening here in our county. Uh, that's a, a great. Uh, use case scenario where I know that they're getting good use out of it. Now I'm going to talk it up even more, especially with our local folks and say, give me some more input. Uh, you know, how's that tough book holding out? And, and especially the new S1, it's got to make a huge difference. And you weren't even gearing it necessarily for firefighters and EMS, but what a great opportunity to be able to use it for those purposes as well.
3: Yeah, yeah. So many use cases with Android because our customers use it as a tool. So it fits in a lot of different vertical markets. Like, for instance, we talked about EMS. We talk about field services, the ability to walk out to a gas meter or to walk out to a power line and carry the device and do your quality control inspection on a handheld that weighs less than a pound with the standard battery pack in it. So it's very light. It doesn't fatigue the user. Um, Warehousing. We have supervisors that want to walk the floor and take pictures of damaged goods, be able to put it back on a dock in their office and connect it to a bigger monitor and mirror it and actually use the bigger monitor. So we think about all the different cases that it can be used as a tool, but you know the way we build them, that S1 is tough five-foot spec drop to concrete. It's the best in the ooh, industry.
0: Ooh. And, of course, you know, anytime we talk about abusing any electronics, even accidentally or otherwise, it makes me cringe because it's what we cover and it's what you make. But that's good to know because we know in the field it happens. Uh, we talked about all of our remote broadcasts over our 26 years. Uh, you know, they've, they, it's taken abuse. They, they get dropped. They get banged. They get spilled on. Uh, you know, various... Uh, they get run over by things. You know, it's good to know that... You know, you couldn't have picked a better name eons ago calling these tough books because they are. They do the job that way. And for any out-in-the-field use, do you find any, any military folks yet uh, looking at the S-1 or soon will be, I'm sure?
3: Well, we're starting to find some adoption within the DOD. Um, some of the use cases we're finding is a lot of mapping applications. So the troop movement, et cetera, things of that nature. There's the uh, ATEC program. uh, Android Assault Tactical Kit. Um, There is other use cases within even monitoring aircraft, going in and doing inspection on a tablet, being able to do your inspection for aircraft maintenance. A lot of the things in those type of use cases are coming up. So you're starting to see some adoption into the federal space. uh, And it's really starting to grow Um, a little bit slower than other spaces, but there's a lot of growth there for us.
0: And talk to me, Joe, about uh, the use of Android, Uh, A how easy it is for people to just pick up on that operating system and do pretty much anything they need to do. Uh, That's got to have been a key factor as well.
3: It very much is. I mean, maybe in the United States, there's a lot of iPhone users, but worldwide, Android is the leader in, in handheld phone IS and tablet OS. So it's very easy. They understand how to use the device. There's not a lot of training for the user. But the, what makes it really nice is that the IT manager now has much control over the device because he can be an Android Enterprise user and be certified for Android Enterprise, allows him to lock the device down, allows him to do his updates safely, uh, allows him to do predictive maintenance and things of like that through his, through his management device servers. Um, so there's a lot of things that, that they can do that make it easy, and they feel like it's, they, they're not learning again. It's very simple to roll out with our help. And we have all the tools and software to make that happen.
0: Terrific. And and continue to do that. I think that's what's amazing. You're always innovating. You're always making sure that they're compatible with whatever a customer might need. Tell me about the, the warm battery swap. Uh, for folks that might not know what that means, as, as I understand it, uh, you have the ability to, to keep functioning and swap a battery?
3: Yeah, there's a couple key features I'd like to touch on, too. Um, So we call it a warm swap battery because it has one battery in the device. So on the A3, it's hot swap because there are two physical user-replaceable batteries. Right. So on a warm swap means that we have a backup clock, backup battery. So if you're out in the field and you want to do a warm swap, you initiate the warm swap menu, and you can take the battery out, and you have 45 seconds to put a new battery in, and you don't lose any connections to your applications, your WAN connections, your 4G LTE connections, or Wi-Fi.
0: Now, is this like some supercharged capacitor that's keeping it working, or or some other additional storage of power somehow that you've yeah. built in and baked into the Toughbook?
3: Yeah, it's, it's we call it a backup battery, and it's just a another charging system that holds everything in place for roughly forty five seconds. Nice. It gives you plenty of time to swap one battery.
0: Oh, for sure, because obviously you're going to be smart enough to have that fully charged battery ready, and pop it out and pop the new one in, and you're you're good to go. I think that's something again. Very forward-thinking on Panasonic's behalf to say, hey, this is what's needed in the field. This is what's needed out in the warehouse where the guy's not going to run back 10 blocks to the office and try to plug it in for a couple of minutes and get a little juice. Uh, Now, you mentioned a couple of other uh, cool features you wanted to talk about.
3: Yeah, so Panasonic's really known for their screen technology. We have really bright outdoor viewable screens. We have multiple use cases outdoors. But we also, besides that, we have our glove touch mode for increased temperatures down to negative 4 Fahrenheit. We also have 10 finger multi-touch mode. But the key that I want to bring up is Panasonic's exclusive patented rain mode. So we have a rain mode that will allow a user to use it when it's raining. If they're outside in a mist, Florida, good example, rains almost every day in the summer for it, half an, it, hour, an it, hour.
0: Now it will start doing just that. It's hurricane season coming up. Yep.
3: <laughs> yep. And you will be able to turn it on, and the water hitting the screen or the water running down the screen will not move your application until your finger physically moves it. Wow. And we still allow two-finger touch mode, so you can move your fingers to pinch for mapping, even in rain mode. There's still multi-finger mode, so <laughs> that's really cool. And I wanted to mention, this year we're celebrating our 25th anniversary of Toughbook. So when you talk about having the first original Toughbook, <laughs> it's been since 1986. It's been a long time, and man, we're still... You know, I know we're still the leaders in rugged, but we don't rest on our laurels. We keep bringing out new product after new product and try to innovate. And we, we listen to our customers. We know where they want to go, and we want to be there for them.
0: Well, Joe, that's really clear. I mean, you are listening. You are implementing these kinds of things that people are saying, if it only could do this, ah, well, it can now, or what have you. Uh, if I could only use these things that I've invested in, thousands of dollars of of accessory things that we need for the business, it can. Awesome. So by all means, we invite our audience to look at the S1. It's the new Panasonic Toughbook S1 Cleverly enough, toughbook.com, panasonic.com. There's so many ways. We'll get you there when you visit us at intotomorrow.com. Joe Valenti is the product manager of Android tablets with Panasonic. Keep up the good work. There's always more to talk about. We look forward to getting you back again soon.
3: Thank you very much. I'm very glad to be here.
0: Oh, it's our pleasure. Toughbook.com. For more, visit us at intotomorrow.com. We'll get you to Joe's site. You'll see what he and his team are up to on a very regular basis, always innovating and always doing cool things and keeping these Tablets especially, very tough, uh, very uh, impressed by some of the cool new features on this S1 especially. Do check it out. I'm Dave Graveline. We bring you further into tomorrow. Stay tuned right here on the Advanced Media Network. The Into Tomorrow radio broadcast, also heard on podcast and stream, is back on the air. Well, well we never left on the air, but I'm saying after the well, commercial the break, Last week we did. Well, since yeah. last week, yeah, that's yeah. true. But <laughs> welcome back Into Tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline.
1: I'm Chris Graveline. Don't forget, you can listen 24-7 on our website. StreamGuys.com helps us stream the last several weeks of Into Tomorrow nonstop
0: at com. Here's Jeff in Rockwell City, Iowa, calling in using the Ask Dave button. Love you for that. On the com website. Hey, Jeff. I'm looking for a new video card, and they really seem to be hard to find right now for my... PC. I'm playing Fortnite, and my card is starting to become outdated. What is a reasonably priced option for that? Well, Jeff, affordable, but Powerful is tricky in the world of graphics cards. As you probably know, a GeForce RTX 3080 card will normally retail for around $700 to $800, depending on the specific one you choose. For example, an MSI GeForce RTX 3080 retails for $699, but an EVGA or PNY GeForce RTX 3080 Retails for about $799. Neither of those options will be easy to find these days. And it's not rare to find them for sale online by resellers, get this, for $2,500
1: or even more. Yeah, that may be too much for just Fortnite anyway, but we'll run into similar issues with most graphics cards these days. For example, under normal circumstances, you could buy a Radeon RT 5700 XT for less than the RTX 3080s would cost, but it's also largely sold out these days. We've seen them listed online anywhere from between $1,100 to $2,700. Oh my gosh, that's nuts! Yeah, uh, you can also look at a less powerful option like an Asus GeForce RTX 3060, but again, with the retail price it would be around $330 currently, they're sold out, and you may find yourself paying $1,000 somewhere like eBay. Uh, so that's you know, all to say that if you can wait, uh, don't buy anything today. You'll spend more and get less than if you give it some time and let manufacturers catch up to the demand. Yeah, no, it's a very,
0: very bad time to try to land a card these days, and you definitely will not be getting any good deals. So. Try to hang in there, Jeff, and stay tuned. We'll let you know when it might be a better time, or you let us know when you found it for a much better deal.
4: Tell us the deductibles you prefer, the doctors you want to see, and if you want prescription drug coverage. The service is free, and you have no obligation. You may even find plans with zero monthly plan premiums, 0 copays on many services, and zero deductibles. You deserve every medical care coverage benefit out there, and we'll help you get them. Call 800-901-5093. That's 800-901-5093. 800-901-5093. And let Best Medicare do the work, for you,
3: this is Cameron Graveline. I bet that you have a question about anything involving consumer tech. Or maybe you want to help another one of our listeners with your experience with a similar problem. Or maybe you'd like to tell us what you liked or didn't like most about technology. Call me anytime at 800-899-N2.
0: Thank you, Cameron. Call him. So sure. you're not calling me and Chris, his dad and his grandfather. You're calling Cameron. Yeah. And you should, as he said, at 800 899 into i'm dave graveline i'm chris graveline
1: this portion of into tomorrow is brought to you by blueberry podcasting if you want to become a podcaster you'll soon discover the options can be a bit overwhelming blueberry makes it easy visit com.
0: when you visit into tomorrow.com a little box may hopefully pop up and we ask only for your email address we don't share it with anyone we promise never have in 26 years we're not going to start now and you'll get our free once-a-week tech newsletter. Among other things, like tech news, who's on the show, what prizes are available these days, some hmm thoughts. We've got Beth's tech tip, back-to-school tech, taking advantage of online calendars and mobile apps for your back-to-school. And uh, the web is infested
1: with marketers mining your data and targeting you for sales. We'll tell you about some of the best private browsers out there
0: right now. Sign up at intotomorrow.com.
2: Bringing you the latest in consumer electronics and technology. This has been Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline. To participate with Dave and his tech geniuses and win prizes anytime, 24-7...